lights on I'ma make this trip worth my while tonight Where you going? Who you going with? Girl, that dress is just the right fit You might not make it out the crib tonight Fuck, where my keys go? Put my phone in Whenever I lose, you're upset But I'ma make you keep your cool tonight Bottom line is I'm gonna do whatever I gotta do To prove that all I needed was time We gon' paint the town blue We might take an Uber too I'm gonna show you the world, baby Give me the ox, give me the ox, give me the ox. Give me the ox, give me the ox, give me the ox. Give me the ox, give me the ox, give me the ox. Give me the ox, give me the ox, give me the ox. Give me, give, give, give me. Give me the ox, give me the ox, give me the ox. Get your shit together tonight. You can't be tired. We just getting started. We gon' paint the town blue. Girl, you're drunk and far. What's happening? What's going on? What's going on? Welcome to episode, oh shit, 38, episode 38 of the Opinionated Brother Podcast with your boy Devontae. Listen, listen, man, we got a special guest in the building right now, you feel me? We got a special, a real special, I'm really excited about this this episode, y'all. I don't think y'all understand. How excited I'm! Nice. I don't think I don't think I, I how excited I am for this. This is about to be a good episode. Y'all not ready? My boy LL Marcel is oh, in the building right now. What's going on, big dog? Man, you know I'm chilling. Listen, I tell him I'm apologetic. <laughs> Listen, you know we had to put apologetic on the track because GTA. I think a lot of people are people are sleeping on that song. You know, you just gotta, sleeping on him, period. You gotta build the platform. Man, GTA is platform. my shit. We gon' paint the town blue. With the drink set. With a bottle <laughs> ball. Dog, what you mean? What you mean? Yeah, with the keys, keys go. Bro, I'm like, dog. 
This man is. He do it. He he's not in the studio. He just do it. He just do it. He. Shout out to James, bro. Shout out to Apologetic, man. We had to put you on the. Oh, man, the man. Video. He we had to put you on the track, bro. I'm 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 glad you in the building right now. We about to talk some shit. Oh man, we about to talk some shit. I gotta try to be nice. Yeah. Ah, don't be. Listen, listen, listen to all my 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 listeners, to everybody that listen. Um, I met this guy through our internship, damn near. Um, and as soon as we met, well, we we've known each other before the internship. You feel me? Like me and Marcel been knowing each other through the through the before internship. This nigga had Drake. You feel me? This nigga, this nigga came in refugee dr. You feel me? Dominican Republic. You feel me? I seen this nigga coming when our internship happened at GFS. This man comes in the door. I look, and I'm like, yo, it no, wait a minute, that's my man's. And all I could see was his face. This nigga looked like a whole totally different cat, like. Whole totally different. I'm like, nigga, wait a minute. Where you where you been? Bro, I'm just chilling, dog. I'm just chilling. <laughs> <laughs> Too many people are telling me I look like Jesus Christ. Bro, bro, I was I was I don't need the burning, yo. I don't need the burning, yo. I don't need the Bro, burning. you was black Jesus, dog. Leave me alone. Bro, leave me alone. Leave me alone. Dog, I'm so excited. That you hear, we about we about to really get into some stuff right now. We really about to get into it. So y'all already know how the show go. You know, first half we're gonna talk about some worldly topics, some shit that's been going on in America. You already know. And then for the second half, the opinionated topic of the week, we're gonna be talking, man, because um, I really want to expand on this topic of the the lack of support in within the black community and i want y'all to listen to me now i want y'all to ponder this while me and marcel are talking about um you know different topics uh for the first half of the show i want y'all to ponder this question for the second half of the show because we really about to get into it like really the lack of support within the black community not without you feel me we know we got a lack of support outside of the black community but this lack of support within the black and within the black community. And we're going to break it down for y'all. So let's get straight, straight, straight into the show. We're going to recap last week, um, last week's topic. So, uh, LL Marcel, you feel me? We, I put out a, I put out a poll last week and, uh, talked about, um, men and their emotions, right? Talked about men and their emotions. And I put out a poll last week about, um, is there a problem with, men showing their emotion right and i put it on instagram and i put it on facebook and 67 percent on my instagram posts on my instagram on instasnap said no it's not a problem 70 percent of the people who voted on facebook shout out to everybody that voted too um said no as well now had a few comments you feel me had a few notes um I had uh, some people that commented, said, you, you know, is the question, you know, too generic? You know, is it too, I think it's too broad, you know, but they also put what they felt about it, you know, um, that some women, some women like 
emotions, but they don't want an overly emotional man, mm-hmm. right? And then someone was like, well, you have to see it kind of because I like an emotional man, but um, yada, 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 yada. You know what I'm saying? So uh, I think it's how you take it. I, I, I put that question out there for a reason. I put it out there because I want to see if you really, because I said yes. I voted yes on both of them. I said there is a problem with men showing their emotions. And the problem with me is women and men never understand that men have feelings too. That's the problem I have. Now, there's not a problem with men showing their emotions. I think that the problem is that we have been stigmatized so much, programmed so much. And then if you look at the different cultures, the men has always been, you know, head, head honcho, head of the house, don't show no feelings. You know, um, I'm the breadwinner, blah, blah, which is fine. However, I never really got into men not really telling how they feel. You know what I'm saying? So I definitely wanted to get your sentiment on that because we've had conversations on it real quick. So what do you think? I think there's always a possibility. Right. Um, And I say that there's always a possibility. I think there is a problem. Mm-hmm. with men showing their emotions. Mm-hmm. And I say that to say, there's a way you express your emotions mm-hmm. and then there's a way you communicate your emotions. Mm-hmm. And too often, the only way men know how to express their emotions is through acts of violence or abuse. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because as a culture, we, we, we've endured so much violence and abuse all these years that we've been in the system that we currently live in. Right. So in saying that, we're taught to be aggressive, right. play sports. You right. know, when you're a boy, go play with the boys. What do the boys do? They wrestle. They kill bugs. They kill animals. <laughs> you, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you, you, you tear stuff no, apart. No, yeah, you know? tear stuff apart. You no, stuff yeah, apart. Yeah. And yeah. then, you know, we're naturally integrated with these Caucasian Americans right. to where all they want to do is destroy shit. Yeah. Damn. When you so, think about it like that, no. So, so, so we inhabit those abilities. Right. So I say like in expressing emotion, yeah, there's a problem. Right. Now, now that you're expressing emotion, now you're lost in your identity mm. because you don't understand all these different things that's influencing you emotionally. Right. So now how do you communicate that Right. when you're lost in that identity? I told y'all, man, he was this man deep. <laughs> oh man, this man D. Oh, you better leave me alone. Hey, listen, bro. He got hey this slogan he got, bro. You better leave me alone. I'm telling you, this man about to be a sl- this man's slogan is ridiculous. You better leave me alone. You better leave me alone. But yeah, man, I wanted to definitely get your sentiment on that because I, I we've definitely been taught through through years of of. Uh, I really, I really believe it's just years through, and like I told you yesterday, I think it starts with our moms, your grandparents. True. Who's raising your mom? Ah, right. You feel me? Who's raising your grandparents? Mm. It doesn't. It's a cycle. It's a cycle. It's a cycle. It's a cycle. It doesn't just start the generation top of you. Right. And I'm not. And I. And I. I don't. I don't want to sit here and 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 be like I'm not telling men to just be over, be emotional like a woman. I feel like there's a difference. There, there's a difference because, like I said last week, I had to calm down emotionally. Me being raised by a single mom made me overly emotional. Mm-hmm. 
You feel me? Because my mama is overly emotional. You know what I'm saying? I've seen her with, um, you know, my dad, and then I've seen her with her ex-husband and um, some other, like, other guys and everything, and she don't bullshit. Mm-hmm. You feel me? She, don't fuck up. Don't fuck, I tell every man that come across my mama, I'm like, listen, she bullheaded as hell, don't fuck up. Oh, man. Keep your Don't, head on. Keep your hair on straight. Like my keep mama is the type. Like what I tell you, my mama is the type. Like she's calmed down too uh-huh. a lot. Because I've had to tell her, like, mom, sometimes you just aggressive. You just a little too aggressive. Like you just <laughs> you put man, you put fear in a man. When you put fear in a man, a man retracts. That's what a black woman's supposed to be. You feel me? That's what a black woman's supposed to be. When you put. I, that, and that's why I've always respected aggressive women, though. You feel me? Aggressive women to me are sexy. Because when you put fear in me, oh, I'm going to sit down. See, oh, you're going to... You, you, when you say aggressive, though, you mean aggressive in their knowledge? In, in their knowledge and wisdom. and Not just in your physical appearance. Because a lot of these women are aggressive sexually. I don't need you aggressive sexually. I don't sexually. need that. I don't, I don't need, need that. Oh, man. I don't need you aggressive sexually. No, I'm going to let you preach. Bro. I don't need... <laughs> I don't need, listen, I can get sex. Like I said last week, I can get sex. Sex is not a, it's not, it's not, it's not like I, we cannot get it out don't, here. Don't use that as a tool to love me. Period. Yeah, yo. Use it as a tool to help us grow together. Period. To get closer, to buy closer. Because if we just trying to have sex, oh, I can go get it somewhere else. You, you. I can pay for that. <laughs> I can pay. I, I go on Pornhub right now and get a whole month subscription, whole year subscription. Go down the block. Go to go to the six. You f- <laughs> go to the six. <laughs> Literally, the I six. can go and go get my own. Pay for it or free, whatever. Go to the strip club. It, it don't matter. Yeah. Sex is all around me, so I don't. You sit here and you tell me, oh, my pussy game will change your life. No, it probably won't. It probably won't. It probably <laughs> will not. Your pussy game probably will not change my life. Why? Because I probably had what you what you're trying to give me already. I've been trying to love these women, yo. I love them too much. <laughs> Is that a, that's a problem? I love them too much. Let you preach, man. I love them too much. See, my be- like I said, my best friend told me a couple weeks ago. She was like, "You have a big heart." You have a real big heart. And I was like, damn, that's so true. Because isn't this big heart be trying to love on everybody? Mm-hmm. Especially these women who don't have that type of love that's coming in and out of their life like that. But then, like I told you yesterday, when you see potential, mm-hmm. potential is really not, it, it's, it's really not, because they, they don't see it. So you're going to be stuck with just potential. Well, it's hard because when we're younger, females, women, they mature faster than we do. As Absolutely. Absolutely. In that, good, great sentiment. In that, in that maturity, they hit a wall. Yeah. And when they hit their wall, we begin to hit our peak. Ah, come on, preach to them now. When they hit their wall, we begin to hit our peak. Right. So now they've lost this confusion to where it's always been, the world has always catered to their, not, not, let me not say that, because these women go through a lot. Yes, yes, they, they do. They go through a lot. Yes, Lord. they deal with a lot. Yes, Lord. And I love me some women. Because they naturally have big hearts. Yeah. 
they're, they're naturally sensitive to everyone's emotion. Right. So they spend the whole first half of their life vulnerable. Right. And in, in saying that, it's as though us as males, we spend the whole first half of our life aggressive. Yeah. Aggressive as fuck. Aggressive. The crazy thing is, I wasn't even aggressive. I was so overly emotional that bitches was like, yo, who the fuck are you? Oh, you 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 too emotional, nigga. Yeah, I need a, I need a hood, nigga. See, every time... I need a hood, nigga. I need a hood, nigga. Like, get a hood, nigga. I, I, I had a young lady tell me the other day, but I'm down with street niggas. I said, hey, you should... It's a str- ain't no love in the streets. The streets is cold. Cold world. I told my God. <laughs> street, listen. Street niggas is not where it's at. Is is not worth it. If that, but if, I mean, if that's what, if that's your preference, if that's your preference, I can't hate on your preference. If that's your preference, I can't hate. I can't hate what makes you happy. Period. So whatever makes you happy, makes you happy. So in 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 talking about all of this shit, let's 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 talk about the Drake album. The Drake. Let's album. talk about the Drake album because I think you know everybody. You know, I put anticipation for this Drake album has been looming, right? Mm-hmm. For me. Actually, you know what? No, let me let me get your sentiment first. Let me let me let. What did you think about Aubrey's album? Okay, twenty twenty twenty. Hold on, let me let me check the, let me check the list one more time. Let me let me let me let me. I believe it was twenty three songs. Um, twenty five, twenty five songs, hour and thirty minutes long. Mm-hmm. Okay, Scorpion. Where where first would you? rank this album right because i know that you're not the biggest drake fan <laughs> right well, so, I'm not, I'm not, in saying that i'm not a fan of many of these major exactly and 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 that's how right but i'm not a fan of them right okay not if you're marcel is not a fan of these big ass name rappers just big ass name artists which I I totally agree with. You feel me? Because we we literally had a conversation yesterday about he said who would who would you who would you choose Christina Aguilera or Mariah Carey? And I said Mariah Carey because I ain't never heard a damn song other than I Am Beautiful by <laughs> Christina Aguilera in my life. And it's like I'm I'm I've never you know we was talking about legends and everything, but that's off the topic. That's on topic. Listen, this man Drake. What is this? His seventh? Don't ask me. I see. That's da, 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 da. Seventh. I'm going to go with seven. Probably six or seven. But I believe it's his seventh album so far. Where would you rank this album? How did you feel about this album? And was it an album that you would bop to? Okay. So I give it a six. Okay. Because that's what Drake wants. <laughs> Drake wants the six. He wants the six. So he's only going to make six albums. Right. You know, he's not going to give you a 10 out of 10. Right. He's going to give you a six out of 10 every time. That's what he wants. Um, what was the second question? Uh, where would you rank? Well, where would you rank these among his catalog right now? Okay. Well, I'm not, I'm not too sure about his catalog right, right. okay for me this album is i feel like drake could have released this album three years ago mm. Mm. 
just saying that it's like his talent, like we talked about, mm-hmm. it hasn't went backwards or it hasn't went forward. Yeah. And I say that like the talent-wise, Drake could have released this album three years ago mm-hmm. and it'd still be a six. Yeah. Damn, that's true. You know? Yeah, yeah. Think about some of the, some of the even some of the songs he got on his album. What is it? Um, um, nice for what? God's plan. Of course, we got some bops. You know, God's you plan. Nice for what? Right, we skim over it because we because we already know. Exactly. We already know. When I when I turn on J Cole album, I listen to the whole album. Period. When I turn on Kendrick Lamar album, I listen to the whole album. Period. You know. Period. When you when you turn on a Drake album, you gotta pick your songs. Yeah. You gotta pick your songs. <laughs> He don't take you on the journey. He scrambles your life a little bit. Uh, damn. Damn, why are you getting Drake together like this? <laughs> why are you getting Drake together? I just be trying to talk to my boy. Why are you getting like this? Listen, bro, I'm telling bro. you, the listeners going to be mad as hell. But listen, I, you know what? I completely... And this is going to be hard for a nigga to say. I fuck with that blue tick. That blue tint was the shit. Listen, there is there are a lot of bops on this album, okay? Because the first four albums, survival, survival, nonstop, elevating emotions. It's bumps, yo. Bumps. The it's first bumps. four albums, the first four songs on the A side, bumps. I fuck with it. Now, if you if you haven't listened to Drake yet, Drake just released his Scorpion album um, Friday, and it's an A side and a B side. So the A side is more so the rap side. The B side is more so the R and B side. Um, and like I said, the first four songs I believe you're gonna bop to. I think you're gonna like them. I think um those songs are like more so, okay, remember who you talking to. I am Drake. This is me. Aubrey. I, I'm Aubrey, I'm nigga. Aubrey. Period. That's it. Now, God's plan, I'm upset, of course, skip them bitches. Um then you got eight out of ten. Mob ties, can't take a joke. I do like can't take a joke. Can't take a joke. I do like that song. Talk up with Jay Z. I do fuck with that as I like well. Um, I like can't take a joke. Can't take a joke is my I like shit. I, lo- I like that. Then we get into the R and B side. Now you got Jaded. Jaded is probably one of my favorites. Um, Ratchet, Happy Birthday. This is how I feel. Blue tint. Um, in my feelings. Uh, don't matter to me. After Dark is probably my favorite on the B side. Yeah. After Dark. After Dark. After Dark. Seriously. I'm going to listen to it because I like Jaded. Um, J- Jaded is I a know. nice one. Look, I don't dislike the album. No, not at all. Not at all. And, and I'm, I don't dislike this album, y'all. Let me let me go into depth real quick. I don't dislike this album. Okay, let me, let me say that one more time for y'all. I do not dislike Drake's album. Okay? I'm just... Saying like LL said <laughs> that this was not a album that elevated you, nor that it took you back. It just you stayed where you were. You understand what I'm saying? And for me as a Drake fan who's been listening to you damn near for about a decade. I wanted you to give me maybe an elevation because, as I know it, his time at the top is coming to an end. Well, you run out of ideas. Yeah, of course. Because this is this is an album, that, and that's what it felt like to me—an album that was ran out of ideas to do. Because if you if you if you run through his whole catalog, he's touched every 
low-key type of genre that he could touch. That he could touch. He has touched every type of genre. So you give me Scorpion. Where, like like you said, six, I will give it a six, seven. Six, seven range. And when you listen to the A side and the B side, the whole album seems like a Take Care album to me. It seems like that type of vibe, but you couldn't get there no more. Take Care got Marvin's room on it? Yeah. Okay. I fuck with Take you Care. You feel me? Take Care was that, that was, album. That was the last Drake album I was like, yo. That's it. He make albums like this. I fuck with you. You feel me? Yeah, yeah. To to be able and take care was one of them albums where it kind of transcended some shit. Where you got niggas in their feelings. He talking about shit in his feelings, singing, rapping, mixing so many styles and productions together, and it was just a bang ass album. This album felt like trying to go that route again. But you didn't really. We were over that. You you, you don't have that same compassion. You don't have, and you felt it. Mm-hmm. I felt it in your lyrics. I felt it in your your music. It just didn't feel the same. You felt stagnant to me. Like I said, y'all, this wasn't a bad album. I dare y'all to go listen, because like we said, it's a it's some bops on here. But I think what we're saying is this man is now coming down from the top. The top, the top spot is now not Drake's. I'm sorry to say. I'll be the one to say it. I don't mind. I know Drake fans going to sit here and probably crush me. I don't give a damn. Mm-hmm. At this point in time, we are now looking for another person at the top. Apologetic coming here. And ap- <laughs> Apologetic coming here. Apologetic coming for everybody here. Apologetic coming Apologetic coming for everybody here. But seriously... <laughs> When we think about this mainstream shit, like the Michael Jackson song was dope. And a lot of people are like, I've seen a lot of things, uh, a lot of tweets, a lot of memes talk about, you know, this wasn't Michael Jackson, this wasn't him, and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, listen, if this really was Michael Jackson, he had, he, him and Warner Brothers had to pay that estate. They had to call Cat up and like, yo, Miss Catherine, Miss Jackson, please. I'm dying right now. Pusha just killed me. <laughs> Pusha just killed me. Because, and then, he was, then, looking, for he was looking for the easy button. Come on, now, this whole album was a, it, it was an in-your-feelings type of album. Like, this man, Pusha T, just killed your whole life. Right? I said that on the podcast a couple weeks, month ago. When this shit first started. Drake, you you came for us, you tried to come for us. Hey, you know, you tried to do the Meek Mill shit again. See if that was going to work. Ah, no. Pusha came for your head. I mean, sliced your jugular. And we expected a diss track. I mean, I did. As a fan, I did. On the album. Not even on the album. Before that. Oh, okay. Because I feel like if you gave me a diss track before that, oh, I'm in tune to listen to your album for sure. Mm -hmm. But you didn't give me shit. Did he, he, um, after the second diss track Pusha had? After the no, he didn't drop. One he didn't drop shit. He dropped a letter uh, telling cute. us about his baby. That's cute. Yeah, exactly. That's cute. I don't need cute, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need cute. I need you to come with the fire. I need you to come with the heat because Pusha just came for your jugular. And now, as we see it, social media has been listening to it. You know, I didn't want to keep. 
I, I wasn't trying to hide my baby from the world. I was trying to hide the world from my baby. Oh, everybody love that line. Nah. Well, well that's that's generic. You Ain't feel that me? How we all feel. That's cliche. Everybody love that shit because nah. they can relate to it. Of course. You get somebody. You get people something they can relate to, and they fall in love. They like, oh, Drake. I'm so God. Oh my God, Drake. I know it. feels I'm like, oh man. Nah, but what I, I will say is I give it to everybody that kept that secret under wraps. Well, I mean, the way I see it is if you're a man, if you're really a man and you deem yourself a king, you take your, care of it. Show yourself how to take over the world. I feel that. You know what I mean? Yeah. What you want to teach him? I hope he just, I, listen, I hope he teaching him. I hope he going to see him. Well, you teach him how to be scared if you're trying to hide him from the world. No, he's trying to hide the world from him. You, that's, a that's a difference. There's a difference. You gotta know Drake. There's a difference. You trying to hide the world, but you know what? I, I get that it. sentiment. You're trying to hide the world because when we, when we, you know, everything has become a trend now. Yeah. Everything is becoming so trendy, and gender reveals, and baby reveals, and it's cute, yeah. right? It's it's very cute, and I, and I don't take anything away from it, but it's very cute. It's very trendy, and. When people post their babies, it'll be some comments that I see and be like, oh my God, that baby's so precious. Then you see some comments be like, that baby ugly as fuck. Get that baby off the damn. You got heaven and hell. You feel me? You have heaven and hell. So it's like, I can see where Drake coming from. I can see where a lot of um, celebrities celebrities and non-celebrities are coming Mm -hmm. from when they don't show their kids right away. Mm-hmm. You don't want to expose your. First of all, you shouldn't even be flashing your ba- flashing the camera in your baby face as soon as he come out your vagina. Period. No, he should. Years, yeah. Period. Give it. Give it some time. Let him build a life. For period. Himself. You can just get a picture with you. Just, you know, do do you. But you can't. We. I guess we. I, I definitely, as a fan, needed some answers about this damn baby. And I guess I got him. <laughs> I got him. You know what I'm saying? I guess I got him. You know, March 14th and Emotionless was, I mean, if you really wanted them answers, them, them was the two songs where you got them answers for real. Um, you know, had a, had, you know, he had sex with a porn star, had the baby and everything like that. She really not even a porn star to come be honest with you. She's like, she's just a new model. We don't know what they do behind the camera. Period. I don't care. You know what I'm saying? All I'm saying is <laughs> to the people that kept this shit under wraps, I applaud you. Because either Drake had the contract, and I be, I believe Drake is the type where if he sits here and has sex with you, you gotta write a, you have to sign a non-disclosure agreement. Have to, have to, have to, have to. I really believe wholeheartedly he's the type of nigga to do that. Like if we fuck, and if I got a kid, oh, you definitely signing on. I'm gonna be here for mine. But if your ass sit here and do it, if you even step out of pocket, it's a wrap for your ass. And I believe that. I believe these niggas out there like Jack, they sit here and literally have non-disclosure contract agreements. Like, if we sit here and have sex, cut that. We better not. We better, nope. Sign this. Because if you go out of this contract, just know we, your ass getting sued. Just know it's a wrap for you. That's why I feel, I've always said that about Drake. That nigga, be, he seemed like the nigga that write contracts. Cause he get his heart broken too much, bro. Look, Drake's making music. Okay, Drake's making music. He's making music that's going to get people to enjoy what he's making. The reason why this album isn't what Marvin's room was, because yeah. Drake's not what he used to be. You? Oh, of course. So in saying that, 
He don't get his heart broken too. Much. You think he elevated? No, Drake is breaking hearts. <laughs> he he's bringing these people into a world, into a life to believe in, and that's not the world that they thought it was going to be. Yeah, that's not the world they thought it was going to be. Yeah, that's why he makes music for dogs. Mm. He makes music for women too. How do you get the women to like you? About <sighs> being a dog. But. <laughs> Listen, Marcel is broken down like that. He make and we was just talking about that before we actually started recording. This nigga really makes music for dogs, and then for the women. He is the only like we we had this conversation yesterday. We said, what other artist other than Drake can sit here and sell like he's selling right now, right, and have a six seven mediocre type album? And I think one of our friends said Rihanna. Yeah. And Rihanna is probably the partner in crime with that. I feel like Rihanna broke his heart, and this is what we got. Or that's just what they did for the media. Bro, everything is for the media at this point. Exactly. So everything. I, don't, I don't know if I could believe that they I don't. I don't. Everything is for the media at this Drake's point. Drake's an actor. Degrassi. <laughs> Rihanna's an actor. Uh, Ocean's 8. <laughs> so who's breaking whose heart? Hey, they breaking hearts, nigga. That's what they say. Break so, <laughs> no, don't break my heart. Don't break my heart. I'm a lover boy, bro. I'll don't do that. Enough, Please, man. Please, <laughs> let's not. Let's enough. not. So, where where do you think? So let let's switch gears here. All right. Joe Jackson just passed away. Rest in um, peace. Rest in peace to Joe Jackson. Um, how did you? How did you? How did? I don't know if you were ever like really in tune with Joe Jackson or if you know if if if, if anything. What what was your initial reaction when he passed? Like what what was your what was yours? Well, you just told me. What the What you just told me? For those who don't know, I don't have any social media. Period. This man ghost. Y'all think y'all be thinking I'm ghost? This nigga I ghost. I can't tag him in shit. I don't have any social media. Nothing. <laughs> So most of the time when I hear something, I'm about a week late, a couple of days late. Um, this thing been in the ground for about a time. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to come from the underground. I'm telling you. I'm trying to come from underground. Listen. And it's tough. Bro, it's always tough. It's tough. It's always tough. My initial reaction to Joe Jackson dying was, damn. That's crazy. 89 years old, he died from, um, I believe, terminal cancer. Government and uh, and um, it was just like, damn, you know. Mm-hmm. And then the memes started coming, and this nigga, they, the internet never fails me at all. Like, I'm the, inter- scared of the internet, the internet never fails me because literally, as soon as this man died, y'all couldn't get this man 24 hours to be in the ground. Like, oh, <laughs> y'all just started with it was a meme where Michael was dancing, and then there was another picture where he was just like. Giving a nasty face, and it just said, "When you've been in heaven, living it up for nine years, and your daddy ready just steps into heaven and shit." And it was just like, "Bro, what? Chill, chill." These daddies better take care of themselves. Listen, (laughs) I take. You know what? And this is what I meant to say because Loki on Father's Day, I wanted to do an episode, but that was the week that I didn't want to. You know, I just wanted to take a break. But I really want to say to those. Who have their dads in their life? Make amends with your father. And dads, whoever listening to me, that's a father. Make amends with your family. 
Make amends with your daughter or your son. Make amends with your BM. And I'm not talking about the regular degular smegular or going over there yelling, screaming, we fuck, and then you leave. No. I'm talking about you actually taking ownership for the shit that you did not do or that you did do, whatever, and actually now just repairing shit. I didn't have my pops in my life. You feel me? Mm-hmm. I didn't have my Mine passed when I was 12. I would go down there every year to see him because I was born in Florida. So I, I would go down there every year to see him. My mom is from Detroit. We moved back up here when I was two. And I would go and see him every year. And he passed when I was 12. I didn't have my pops. So to me, it's like when people sit here and dog the fuck out of their dads, it pisses me off sometimes. Because I'm like, you still have yours. You can make something happen with that. You just choosing not to. And I get the pain and the hurt and everything like that. I get what he did not do. I understand that. Like, I'm not telling you to negate all that shit. Mm-hmm. But what are you going to do when you pass? Or he passes? You understand what I'm saying? Like, that's a part of you. I understand. You have to make some type of reconciliation. You ain't got to hang out all willy-nilly every day. I ain't saying that, no. But make some type of reconciliation. Make some type of peace to where when you die, you don't have to have no type of burdens on your heart. So, you say your father passed away mm-hmm. when you were 12. I apologize. No, no. You so, I say that, for me, I could say, like, my father's been alive. Mm-hmm. But in some quarters of my life, it's still as though he wasn't alive. Right. Because the presence wasn't there. Absolutely. So you say, um, you got to reconcile. When I was in the military, I tried to build a relationship with my father. Mm-hmm. Uh, it didn't happen. Mm-hmm. When I was in Korea, my father, my grandmother passed away. Mm-hmm. Sorry, my, my grandmother passed away. Mm-hmm. About a week later, my grandfather, his mom and dad. Wow. Both in a matter of two months. His mom, he lost his mom and his dad. We came, me, me and my twin brother came back from uh, Korea, and he was like, you know, I really want to talk to you. I really want to work on the relationship we have for y'all. So we've always had an open door. Right. We've always had an open door. Nothing changed. Mm. You know, so it's not always that, it's not always the individual, like the the child. Yeah. That's not making the effort or trying to reconcile. You know, they have these feelings because they still have that door open for their fathers. Right. But that father doesn't know how to take ownership of his life. And that's where we... And because he can't take ownership of his life, that reconciliation will never happen. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Because we... Because our generation has learned or is learning to own ourselves. Yeah. To own ourselves and not sell ourselves out to anyone else. Right. Yeah, man. I feel that. Sometimes they just don't get it. Yeah, parents just don't get it. Sometimes. They don't. Because I just... Because the world's changing. Yeah. The world... We don't want what they got. You know? Thank you for what you've done for us. We love you for what you've done for us. But I don't want that for myself. And I don't want that for my family. I'm trying to put an island in the sky. You feel me? Just saying. (laughs) I'm trying to put an island in the sky. No, no, no. I definitely understand that. Like, I would... And that... That right there is a, a a great point you bring up. Like, if you if you try to reconcile, and you know your parents, your mom or your dad are not 
hearing you or listening or, you know, playing games, then at that point, you have to forgive them for you at that point. You have to go and just forgive them for you. Because once you made the effort, once you have tried and tried and tried, at that point, you just be like, you know what? I tried. I just got to forgive you. for Because once you forgive somebody else for yourself, you just see how you feel. You feel that. You feel that burden. You feel that burden lifted. If you can, like I said before, if you can reconcile for real, for real, that's amazing. I feel like that is that is amazing. But like you said, you brought up a great point. It's on the other side. It's the old folks. Phone works both ways. <laughs> Hello. Hello. <laughs> Phone work both ways, bro. You got to hit my line. You, bro, if I could, that's a whole nother episode for a whole nother day, bro. That <laughs> Phone work both ways. And if your phone, if you are the only one picking up that phone to call your parents or your dad or your mom or whoever you need to reconcile with, any type of family member, and they not reciprocating that shit on multiple occasions, you sit there and you be like, you know what? Cool. I'm good. I appreciate the love and all the respect that you've given me. But you know what? I got to move on. I got to move on and I got to heal for me. So don't come to me when I'd have made it and you like, oh, that's my son. That's my son. You right. You right. You right. I don't know you though. That's cool. Oh, man. You know, sometimes, oh, I can speak, I can, I'm speaking from experience in a lot of things. Absolutely. So, um, absolutely. I have a young mother. My mother was 16 when she had me. Mm-hmm. She had me and my brother. So it's saying that my mother never really had a chance to grow up. Live, right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, my father, from what he tells me, you know, he has three college degrees. Oh, wow. Yeah, yo. All technology. Oh, wow. Wow. Um, but he's been working restaurant jobs his whole life. Wow. You know, he's been doing stuff for restaurants and management, you know, with Applebee's. Like, he's been doing things. For like at like the district manager level mm-hmm. and like the regional manager level, but getting paid as a general manager, he's not only himself. You know, mm-hmm. you're allowing yourself to be used. You're Joe Jackson did that. <laughs> I'm playing. I'm playing. Y'all. I'm sorry. <laughs> but, but, you know, but no, for real, Joe Jackson. Because did that. <laughs> he really, I look at like what my grandfather had done. You know, I guess him and his father didn't have a great relationship. Rest in peace to my grandfather. Um, but my grandfather built his own house. He had his own land. Mm-hmm. He pretty much ran a whole economy where he was at. You know, he was there was bars. That's wild. Hey, there was like bar. It was up in Woodland Park. Oh, that's hype. Yeah, yo, he had like there was bars. He used to always do business with like because he was a fisherman. He had boats. He was a hunter. You know, I just want to let y'all know, Marcel's family is like the quintessential cuisine around Grand Rapids, bro. I just want to let y'all know that. He know every damn near cuisine up in Grand Rapids. DR, Hispanic, nigga, Jamaican, jerk, jerk. I mean, and I ain't talking about that nigga. Let me tell you, my grandmother used to bake cakes. Oh, my God. My grandmother was a baker. And she would bring her cakes to these restaurants. Mm -hmm. And they'd sell them for dessert. So my grandmother used to bake cakes for all the local restaurants and stuff like that. Um, Sandman's was one big one. And, you know, she would. Oh, shit. This yeah. nigga, see, I told y'all, bro. This no, is, I mean, it's not me though. Not him though. Not me though. His fam, the I fam. I'll burn a cake for you. <laughs> I'll burn a cake for you. 
God. Listen, Marcel took me to his uh one of his spots. Sister. His sister spot. Shea Ogres. Shay Ogres. Now if you in the Grand Rapids area and you know what Shea Ogre is, oh my God. That was amazing. Shout out to Shea Ogres, bro. First of all, you gonna know what Shea Ogres look like. Cause they got a weird ass door. They they whole they whole restaurant on the outside look weird. So when you look to your left or your right and you see a weird ass restaurant, that's Shayoga. <laughs> that's it. So Marcel, where's LeBron going, bro? Cause he has now become an unrestricted free agent. So where is this nigga going? So when I think about okay, you gotta understand, I'm not a basketball fan. Absolutely. Because basketball is not a team sport. Absolutely. So I'm more into <laughs> so team sports. Okay. Um, so in saying that, I feel as though the best option. Look again, I'm not a basketball. Absolutely, player. absolutely. So if I'm looking at you trying to win a championship, yes, you're older. Yes. So you want to still the best player in the world. So now you want to be able to teach knowledge. You want to be able to teach skill. You want to teach game. You want yes. to go to a young team. Yes. You want a young roster built around yes. you. Yes. Um, a, a young skill roster. If you don't get along with the owner of the Cleveland Cavaliers. Then your slave work in Cleveland's done. Well, he opted out of a contract. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. But the rumor has it that him and Dan Gilbert just don't click. Oh, him and Dan Gilbert never clicked. So, don't worry with Dan Gilbert. Nope. Unless you unless you want the Cleveland Cavaliers for yourself, then leave Cleveland. Period. If you don't want them for yourself, then leave, <laughs> <laughs> leave Cleveland. <laughs> leave Cleveland. You know what I mean? Because either way, as long as Dan is there, and as long as Dan is winning... Dan's going to be in charge of the Cavaliers. Mm-hmm. Let yeah. him let yeah. his let his ice get thin. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Let his ice get thin. Cleveland will want a new owner if they're not winning, right? Because they know what it feels like to win now. Mm, that's true. They have won one a championship, and oh, they've been and right. you know they've been to the the, the conference finals. Four years, four straight, really? four, four straight. I mean, I'm sorry. They've won the conference finals, been to the finals four straight years with Cleveland, and um, won a title with them in 2016. Um, and like I said, he just became an unrestricted. He just opted out of his contract, and it's a it's a whole bunch of unrestricted free agents that um, have either opted out of their contracts or resigned with their contracts. Um, LeBron is the biggest unrestricted free agent right now. Everybody's looking at him because he's 33. He's still, honestly, I believe. He just hit his prime. I be, he just hit his second prime. There you go. Okay. He like just that. hit his second prime. See, people don't understand. This man has primes. I still got two. It's the way. Listen, I believe Jordan in his era could have hit a second prime. He just went to go fucking play baseball mm-hmm. with his dumb ass. Um, when, actually, I believe Jordan could have hit a third prime because when he came back, and won them three championships. That was his low-key second prime. But I believe if he did not go and play baseball with his dumb ass, he would have it would have been like three primes. I believe LeBron is coming into his second prime right now. He's he's using his second prime right now. I feel I believe he has one more prime left in him. Okay. I would like to see LeBron use that prime. And and where would you and you not being so much of a basketball fan, but you knowing 
basketball, somewhat basketball analytics, where would you want him to? Where would you, as him now just being free, he's he's part of no team right now, he's LeBron motherfucking James. Where would you see LeBron going? Because he's here are the potential teams that everybody are saying right now. You want your son to be Hoopers? Go to New York. To the Knicks? Look, if you the king, <laughs> if you the king, yo, if you the king, you all right, can anyway. All right, Marcel, you just said some shit. All right. All right, bro. You, the you, Sixers. That's what I want to see him play Ah, for. okay. The That's Sixers. Okay, so you know what? For. The Sixers, LA, San Antonio. L.A., San Antonio, the Sixers. Um, who else? Houston. Those have been like the top four teams that have been looking at LeBron. Well, they say Ben Simmons is supposed to be the next LeBron. Not yet. He needs to shoot inside five this, feet this first. This is what they say. <laughs> he needs to shoot inside five feet first. Okay, I need him to develop a jump shot first, all right? Because I was kind of... We'll get into the NBA awards in a minute, too. Um, but... I need him to shoot inside five feet. You feel okay. what I'm saying? Okay. He dope. He dope. Now, do I think he should have won rookie of the year? No. But he dope. Dope as hell. However, I, the most the most logical place for me, since now Paul George is re-signing with OKC, Chris Paul is signing the Supermax with Houston, the logical place for me would be Philly. LeBron's stuck in a rut. Let me explain. If you go to the West, you got Golden State. In the East, you got the Boston Celtics. Fuck no. I'm not I'm not worried about Boston if I'm LeBron. We're not worried about it. And LeBron can say he's not worried about it. But you gotta understand what Boston did without Kyrie. And what Boston of course. did without Gordon Hayward. Of course. So if they get better, then you have to start worrying about Boston. I'm not worried about Boston because we have a big man named Joel Embiid, and we have the second coming to LeBron named Ben Simmons. That's if he goes. He gonna go. You think so? Everything is now aligned. You have to look at the look at the free agency spots right now. I think it's gonna wait for Kawhi to fall. Ka- Mm-mm. You don't think it matters? Okay. It's not gonna matter no more. Paul. It was gonna have to be a Paul George Kawhi LeBron type team. Okay. You feel what I'm saying? The Lakers, the Lakers were low key the only team to sign two big super max players because they have the cap space for it. So if you, if in my mind, if you're the Lakers, right? If I'm, if if I'm the Lakers, if I'm Magic, if I'm Magic Johnson, and I'm sitting here like, all right, I'm gonna try to get PG thirteen, and I'm gonna try to get LeBron, try to slide Kawhi in there one time. Kawhi said he wanted to go to the Lakers. Popovich tried to get him not to go. The only other place that I would say other than Philly is the Spurs. If Kawhi stays. Why? Because LeBron has not played with a Hall of Fame-ass coach. If you look at all the greats, all the greats have played with a Hall of Fame coach. Michael Jordan, Phil Jackson. Kobe Bryant, Phil Jackson. (laughs) You feel me? Um, uh, uh, Magic Johnson and... uh, that 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 whole Lakers team, Pat, Pat Riley, Riley was with Miami though. So you got to no. Me. Pat Riley was with the Lakers first. Then he went to Miami. Oh, okay. You feel me? That's why I said Magic Johnson. Ma- Magic Johnson and Kareem. Pat Riley. Pat okay. Riley took over that job and became a great coach, Hall of Fame coach. He owns. He he's literally the GM of the Miami Heat right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You feel what, what, what I'm saying? Well, LeBron was there. Pat Riley. Yeah, Pilot, Pat, so Pat Riley was, had that. Influence. He had that. Yeah. When LeBron decided, LeBron came into the league like a baby. 
You feel me? LeBron, the NBA for LeBron was college. Low key. Them first few years was college for him. Went to Cleveland. All right. Took my team to a championship. Dragged these niggas. I mean, on my back to a championship. He was doing that. And then lost to the Spurs. Wholeheartedly lost to the Spurs. You should. You should have you should have lost to the Spurs. Period. Tim Duncan was the man. <laughs> you feel me? Tim Duncan was balling. And he didn't he wasn't flashy. You left and went to Miami. Miami was when you started to flourish. Mm-hmm. It's when you started to run your game. You had Dwayne Wade down there, your big brother who teaching you shit, right? Cuz you the young bull now. You the young bull that everybody say is great. All right, bet. Dwayne and Bosh about to turn you into even a better player. Mm-hmm. Let's run this system. Now them losing to the Dallas Mavericks was kind of fucked up that year. However, they 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 got it back together them last three years. Even though they lost to um the Spurs the last year they was together. You come to Cleveland. Now you have learned all that you can learn, and now you're giving that to Cleveland. You won a championship in 2016, but now these niggas is falling off. Now you're 33, and now you're looking at your second prime and you're like, oh. Yes. Now I'm at a place where I can I know I can ball, nigga. He got a jump shot. I know I can ball. Period. I know I can he should have got the MVP award, period. I know I can ball. Where should I go? The Spurs of Philly. Why? LeBron James in his fifteen seasons, fifteen years in this league, has never had a true big man. Never. Has never had a true big man. Now, another scenario that can happen. Well, he's tried. He's, try, he's tried to be the big man. He can play tried, all five he's positions. He's tried to have big man. He's yeah. tried to have big man. It don't work. Well, Shaq wasn't really. Shaq wasn't really in his prime at that point. You know what I'm saying? Shaq was Shaq was like. Shaq was old and tired back then. You know what I'm saying? Shaq, Shaq wasn't. Shaq wasn't. No. Shaq, Shaq. Shaq was not like a second option type nigga back then. Like if we had 1996 Shaq and LeBron, okay, now we talking shit. One day I was like, one day I woke up and I was like, man, everybody keep talking about Shaq. Shaq was not Shaq was not. So I went back and watched some old Shaq cases on Shaq. Shaq was dope, bro. I said, yo, Shaq was a monster. Shaq was bro. Shaq was he Shaq was, was disrespectful, bro. Shaq, Shaq was disrespectful. Basketball. Listen, been a basketball fan. He he was amazing. But um, let's get into these NBA awards. Why are we talking about the NBA? So the NBA Awards came on about a week ago, and um, I was really disappointed. The, the whole N- shit. The NBA Awards. The NBA. So you know how they give out the season, the season awards, right? Like MVP. You know MVP. MVP player, you know, but they never had an award show, right? Oh, they had. Oh, that's cute. So- <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's cute. cute. So they had an award show. And we're gonna talk about this briefly. We had them. They had an award show, and. This is their second annual award show, right? And um, like I said, Ben Simmons won Rookie of the Year over uh, Donovan Mitchell and um, what is his name? Shit, he played for Boston. Uh, Jason Tatum. I heard, I heard a lot um, of good things about Jason Tatum. Um, Jason Tatum, low key. Him or da- da- uh, 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 David. Damn, I keep fucking. His oh, they just give you the award for anything, huh? Uh, you know, it's just style? best style, best dunk. That's cute. Yeah. You know. <laughs> But you know, it, uh, if I was supposed to rate it, if I was gonna rate the NBA Awards, it wasn't. It wasn't my best. It wasn't the greatest. Um, the first NBA Awards, Drake hosted it. It was pretty good. Um, this one, Anthony Anderson hosted it. It was pretty. Yeah. 
Um, the only highlights that I liked for real was Victor Oladipo singing and really showing his voice off. That was really it. But, um, I mean, shout out to everybody that won. Like I said, I really don't think Ben Simmons should have won Rookie of the Year. I don't think uh, James Harden should have won MVP because if you look at the regular season stats, um, LeBron was beating that nigga in everything. He played his 82 games. Hey, don't you got to play um, defense too? I'm just saying. Um, and if you look at both defensive, they there and LeBron and Harden are not defensive specialists. But I would think that this nigga LeBron is a little bit more. LeBron turns it on. Yeah. He 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 turns it on when he needs to. So that was the NBA Awards. I'm not gonna spend that much time in it because it wasn't it wasn't that great. Um. So let me ask you a question, bro. How would you <laughs> how would you feel if somebody owed you two million dollars and didn't pay you back? Well, you got in my current circumstances. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I could really use that two million dollars. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let, let me let me let me let me rephrase the question. What if okay. you loaned okay. somebody two million dollars and you did not get that money back when they are now well off? Like you let them loan you loaned them this money mm-hmm. to foster their dreams, uh-huh. right? They have now fostered their dreams into worldwide success, mm-hmm. right? And they have the money to pay you back, uh-huh. and they've been ducking, dodging, you know, doing all this stuff. How would you feel if they did not pay you back? Well, I feel like God was trying to teach me something. Mm-hmm. You know? You're right. Like, you have this money. You worked for this money. Mm-hmm. And you don't necessarily have to loan this money out to everybody. You're right. Because everybody doesn't need your help. Some people just want to take advantage of you. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Well, that's what Damon Dash, I don't know if you know who Damon Dash is. Um, Damon Dash is an uh, entrepreneur. He was with uh, was, uh, he was with, with Jay Z. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Back in the day, and um, he, he be running niggas over. Yeah, a yeah. little bit, little bit. Ah, <laughs> he running niggas. I fuck with Damon, bro. Damon, Damon, though. He be running. He be running niggas over, bro. So listen, Damon Dash lent um, Lee Daniels. Um, I, you know, uh, he did Precious, he did Star, he did okay. Empire, okay. he directs those. Um, he lent him two million dollars for Precious during that time, mm-hmm. and there was a video that just dropped of Damon basically yelling at Lee, talking about, you know, I loaned you two million dollars, you've been ducking and dodging me, and um, you know, basically, where my two million? You got it now. You know, you mm-hmm. got you got all these projects going that's really really making money on every platform, mm-hmm. music. Um, theater, uh, movies, don't, you, you know, you've made this money. Can I get my money back? Sure. And um, basically, I really sympathized with Damon. I was like, and I, and low-key, I was going to give that that Biggest Loser Award to Lee Daniels for mm-hmm. not mm-hmm. paying him that man's money. So because you deserve it. You deserve it. You deserve it. You deserve it. You know, my conscience tells me. My conscience tells me if I if I loan you some money and you come up from the money I've loaned you, yeah. then it's a blessing and it's a gift for you to pay me back. You know, and that's to say, like I understand we made arrangements and we went through these things, but I'm only loaning you money because I believe in what in your you're total doing. talent exactly. Because I believe in what you're doing. So in return for that belief, what a saint would do, 
is the state would return favor. Well, obviously he was a center. He didn't want to. He would. He didn't want to get that money back. You still got. But I mean, Lee Daniels. He 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 had an interview, and he said, you know, he did. He was like, you know, Damon lent me this money when Paramount and Warner Brothers didn't. Nobody was fucking with me. You know what I'm saying? And I said, well, why haven't you lent? You know, gave this man his money back. You know, and Dame is not the. I've I've seen a lot of Damon Dash interviews. You know what I'm saying? He he a real nigga. He he not the one that like if I don't I know like I would love for him to come on the podcast and everything like that. But I will never fuck with this nigga. Oh, like any type of way, like fuck him over nothing. Like bro, if he lends you like if if Damon Dash sat here and lent me 40 G's to say I want to foster into your podcast. Oh, do you know that that next. That next check I get, million dollars, you getting like sixty. With that's forty with interest, cause this shit, cause you helped me foster. Because I would, I would be done with it. You feel me? Because you done helped me foster. So this, so Damon was like, I'm about to hit you with a lawsuit, five million dollars. Yeah. Cause I need interest and I'm paying my lawyer. You probably get them for more. You probably could. You could probably get them for more. You pretty much built this whole brand. But see, that's. That's gonna go into our topic for the for the second half of the show. Like, why can't we support each other, my nigga? Like, what is the problem? <sighs> so, next up, we're gonna talk about last last topic. We're gonna talk about Tristan Thompson. Um, <laughs> this nigga, <laughs> this nigga is a wild nigga. Um, well, he's a tool. He is very much a tool. Um. I, Tristan, so, I look at the shade room a lot. The shade room is probably one of my entertainments of of, of the day. Okay. And, um, you know, Khloe Kardashian, well, the Kardashian clan, as I, as I call them, as everybody calls them, uh, and with the K, clan, yeah. clan with the K, too. Um, they, you know, they, they put up a video of, you know, all the family, including Tristan, having a good time and everything like that. And Tristan had basically all the family blocked on Instagram. Blocked everybody. Blocked Chloe, blocked Kim, blocked Kendall, Kylie, the friends, Malika, the dark skinned girls, all like that. I but like you feel me? That's not Malika my dark skin. Like, oh, they so fine. They so fine. They so fine. They're the ones that I fuck with. Oh, and they don't, they not man. even family. They just they just oh, fine. Man. So listen. He blocked them, and they were like, "Can you just unblock us?" And blah blah blah. Well, if if y'all don't know what has you know been happening in the media, y'all know Tristan. You know her, him, and Chloe just had a baby. Um, he's low key being in the media, cheating, quote unquote, allegedly. He's a basketball. Um, and I, like I said, I thought that in the media, um. That this man wanted to cheat so he can get out, he, so he can get out of the sunken place that he's in. Um, because, if you, like I said, if you looked at the pictures with him and the the girl from a couple months ago, um, he looked straight at the camera, like he looked straight at the camera, like motherfucker, you see me, like what's up, like you see me, you see me, see you. He was like, help me. Yeah, like help me, nigga. Save like me. I'm not trying to be Somebody here. Save like me. bro. Like, you see me help with this me. other girl. Like, I'm single. Wink, wink, nigga. Like, help. <laughs> so, I feel like, like you said, this man is a tool. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
I don't see him being like James Harden and understanding very quickly that, you know, the Kardashian clan is not where you need to be. Um, as mu- And as much as I love Kanye's music, I will always say that he's in the second place. Um, you know, Snoop Dogg said one thing about Kanye. He was like, he needs a black woman in his life. I was like, ain't that the truth? Because when his mama died. And Snoop Dogg rest- that be with Martha Stewart? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Okay. If that was shade, nigga, that. <laughs> but no, but you know what? I I respect Snoop though because he got his hand in every different pot and still keeping it real authentic. At the end of the day, you, you gotta respect. Him. You gotta respect the authentic because he got his hand in every pot, still smoking blunt. Still smoking, still smoking weed. Like if that if that don't give me motivation every day, you know, they, sometimes they buy their niggas like that. Listen, I'm like, dog. If you get bought like that, then you ah, can do it forever. Hey, buy me. Uh, don't buy me. Buy me. Uh, I'm wild. I'm. I, I don't follow nobody rules. Period. I don't. I don't follow shit. I don't follow I'm sorry. Nobody rules. But yeah, man. I just wanted to just briefly say that Tristan Thompson is low key getting sunk. He's he's sinking. And uh, I think a lot of people have asked me, like, why are you so hard on the Kardashians? Like, they've been trying to do right. I'm like, do right by who? Do right by what? They have literally taken the black sperm, fostered it into their eggs and their ovaries, and created, you know, um, their lineage. Well, that's history. Of course. That's, they've been cloning us for years. The, duh. They still cloning niggas. The they only, the only. Look at all these football players. <laughs> Stop it. We, that, that's a whole... Like they I said, it's a whole nother topic for a whole nother type of episode. Like, we can... Oh, my God. Right oh, my God. Like, that's a... Oh, God. Because it, it's just so much. It's just so much that we could just sit here and talk about for hours about that shit. Yeah. But we're not going to bore y'all like that. <laughs> so, my MVP of the week is my old PE teacher, Mr. Eddie Connor. Okay. Shots to Eddie Connor. You feel me? My old PE teacher, man. So my old PE teacher, Eddie Connor, um, he was he's a motivational speaker, um, best selling author, um, educator, um, cancer survivor. Um and I always thought his story was amazing ever since I met him in high school. Um because we, as high schoolers, we thought his ass was corny. We thought he was the cornballiest nigga in the world. Like, we really thought this man was a cornball because he will always hit us with, like, them motivational hip-hop lines. That's how I feel. Bro, I'm just telling you. When I go volunteer with my Bro, kids, you know, swear, dog. They be looking at me like, what did you say? <laughs> Mr. Lamar. <laughs> Mr. Lamar. No, but you know, and that's how we was, though. We be like, Mr. Connor, come on, bro. Chill. But you know what? It was those lines, though. Them lines always kind of resonated in your head. Because, you know, you like, damn, I can keep going like this. Mm-hmm. And he never changed anything about him. You know what I'm saying? He only elevated and matured. And, you know, seeing this man on just doing his book tours and seeing him traveling and you know, he got, I think he got his PhD, I believe, so, and he, and he, and he, I don't even think he's like 30, I think he's 
Yeah, I think he's late twenties, maybe. Maybe, maybe. I'm 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 probably pushing. He's probably in his early thirties, but I'm just getting started. And he's he just getting started right now. And I and, and Exactly. And that's why I, I I think he's so dope. Um And he's not a rapper. He not a rapper. He's not a rapper. And this man dresses a pep uh, his dress is impeccable. Like it's it's amazing. Like this man be having suits, top, like shoe game crazy, his family game crazy, his his mom's Moms be clean. She really his know. moms be clean. I see where you gotta see his mom because you know where you get it from. This clean. Moms be clean. Fur, fur. Okay. Period. Okay. Heels. Louis Vuitton. Okay, mama. With the church hat on swim. Hmm. Swim. Mama hmm. be coming clean. Okay. Like every time you see this man post his mom, his mom is clean. So you see where he get it from. So I definitely want to just give the MVP of the week to my man's, my old teacher, my mentor, Mr. Eddie Connor. You know what I'm saying? Shout to Eddie Connor. We respect you. We love you, bro. Keep keep doing and keep fostering the next generation. He got a he actually got a community service organization called uh, Boys to Books. You know, giving giving uh, more boys, uh, predominantly the African American community, to read more. You know what I'm saying? So that's. Literacy. To me, that's a that's that's an amazing, amazing, amazing thing. Literacy is Lit- a lost technology it, it of power. Absolutely, right? I think we've lost literacy to a whole degree. I don't think a lot of us read too much because we 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 think social media is the new information. And it's just bullshit. And it's just bullshit. Like I social. blog and I read. Like I read too. Like you have to know how to balance this. I think a lot of people don't know how to balance. I don't think a lot of us in our generation know how to balance. I'm still learning myself. literacy. Absolutely, absolutely. And it takes time. It takes. I'm still learning myself. I read a book at least every two months. It try to because mm-hmm. it takes me a minute. So I try to read a book like every two months. Plus while I'm blogging. Plus while I'm doing what I need to do. So I definitely think literacy is a. Um, is a big thing. So I, I, I want to commend Eddie Connor for really, Mr. Connor for really, you know, doing his thing in that, in the Detroit community, like really, really putting some people on. Like, it's really dope. I don't have a biggest loser of the week. Really? I it, well, Lee Daniels. Okay. Yeah. Fuck it. Lee Daniels is going to be our biggest a, loser of the week because game. Lee, you know, you should have paid that man back his if money. Man. It, if you got it, bro, and you, we know you got if you're it. still working towards it, I understand. Absolutely. If, if you, you work it, it but if you got it, bro, you done did Precious, Star's doing great, Empire been rocking, you've been doing it. Bro. That's the first show you paid, man. That's the, that's the first man you that's paid. And, and, and learning from experience, bro, I done paid all my debts. Paid them all. Now, now, not with, not with the, you know, not with Uncle Sam. <laughs> But people who have fostered into me or tried to, I try to pay them back. First. Even when they say, don't even worry, worry about, about it. it. Nah, you're going to take this. No, you're going to take it. So when I really got it, you going to get it. Gonna Trust me. I done paid most of my debts off. There's a few more people that I'm like, I want to just pay. And they like, no, nah, bro, don't even send that. You good. You good. I'm just trying to help you out. I'm like, no, nah, bro, because I know you're you know you going to need it sometime. It's people like that. But in that sense, Lee... Pay that man back his two fucking million dollars and stop bullshitting. Okay? So we're going to take a five-minute break really quick. And then we're going to come back with the second half of the show. And me and Marcel going to talk some shit. All right? So this is the Opinionated Brother Podcast. I can talk some shit. We're going to talk some shit, man. So this is the Opinionated Brother Podcast with your boy Devontae and my boy LL Marcel. And we'll be back in five.
All right, y'all. What's going on? What's going on? We are back again. We are back again. The Opinionated Brother Podcast with your boy Devontae with my special guest, LL Marcel in the what's building. Up? You feel me? So y'all know what y'all know what time it is. It's the opinionated topic of the week. It's the second half of the show. You know I always get excited about talking some shit. You know I what I'm saying? And you know I got my guy. And we would just be talking some shit. And I said he had to come on the show because he's just a shit talker. But he's an intelligent black man who talks shit intellectually. I don't be trying to talk no shit. You, know? you feel me? He talks shit intellectually. He get he get a conversation shit. started. See, I like <laughs> conversational starters, my nigga. So we gonna talk about some shit. We we really gonna break some shit down. I think I think we we this this episode might just it, listen. I wanted y'all to ponder the question of the opinion topic of the week because it's a question that often gets debated it often gets overlooked um it often gets mishandled and misused and we don't really understand the form of the question so let me just re- let me just reiterate the question again is there a lack of support within the black within the black community when it comes to everything okay. you understand what i'm saying everything i mean Everything and see, everybody was like, "Well, can we be can we be specific?" No, we can't. So let me give my first direct answer. Okay, my direct answer is yes. Okay, there's a lack of support. Absolutely. Um, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. And if you want to get specific, so let's talk. That's um, all. Let's talk specific. So give me an example. Um, so if we if we gonna talk, if we gonna go specifics, let's talk. Um, let's talk education. Let's, let's let's talk education right now because so, we we are both in that, yeah. we are both in our in in our respective fields right now um, in college both going to Grand Valley um, mm-hmm. you with economics and entrepreneurship I love it and um, me with communications and PR and marketing um, education for me in the black community right mm-hmm. within the black community. Um, when it comes to that, I feel as if we, for so long, have been re- our, 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 our education within the black community. Not outside, because I've been outside of it, and I've seen the difference. The education within the black community is so re-educated. It's so re-taught. At every given moment. And what I mean by that is in different in different schools, in different African American based school, mostly African American based schools, especially if you are in the hood, if you grew up in the hood, if you grew up in that type of environment, you are not going to get the same opportunities in a, in an educational sense to make it. Then let's say, what's a what's a good neighborhood out here in Grand Rapids? East Grand Rapids. East Grand Rapids. What's a bad neighborhood in, in Grand Rapids? <laughs> what's a bad neighborhood in Grand Rapids? You you know Grand Rapids more than me. Uh, you know it's different now, man. Right. It's exactly. Different. So so I know I know when I mentored my kids I two said weeks like ago around Griggs. 
So would you say Union High School is a bad? Union High School, that's on the north side, northwest right. side. Um, right. The northwest, the northwest side of Great Rapids is, it's. Because when I have my kids from Union, school. when I have my kids from Union High School, when I tell you these kids are so talented, so intelligent. Great Rapids is full of lost gems. It's, it's ridiculous. It's full of lost gems. It's so crazy. These kids are talented. Um, and and across the board, and when I go back home to Detroit, it's the same thing. It's Michigan, man. It's the same thing. It's Michigan. These kids are so the my minority kids, especially my my black kids, are so immersed into knowledge, and not knowledge just educational wise, but they just want knowledge. Mm-hmm. They just want you to feed them knowledge, and that's that's how it is. But these schools don't do that. Why? Why do you think that? Why do you? Why have? Why have we had a lack of education being taught in our community within our community? Well, who's teaching us? Mm. It starts with who's teaching us. Who's funding these schools? Mm-hmm. Who's building these curriculums? Mm-hmm. Who's writing these books? What do you think about homeschooling? My little brother's homeschooled. Ooh, and how does that help? I mean, my little brother's crazy. Nah! <laughs> <laughs> but that goes to say that sometimes oh. you're so smart that you're emotionally misunderstood. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that people cannot deal with the amount of intelligence and the amount of understanding that you have at that age. Absolutely. That they don't know how to teach you. Absolutely. So sometimes homeschool is a good choice. For someone who is extremely emotionally broken Mm -hmm. or has more emotions that they have to figure it out. Why do you think homeschool is not a a bigger option? I I think it's becoming a bigger option because I think I've always said with the rise of tech, with digital technology, with the rise of digital technology, nothing can be hidden no more. Nothing. You can't hide, and especially with Trump being in office, you definitely can't. You, 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 you can't. You can't. You can't hide shit. Everything is coming out in, in the world into the forefront. So I see homeschooling becoming a bigger thing. Why hasn't it really become a big thing in, in, inside our communities? Because the way I look at it, a lot of, a lot of our older generations mm-hmm. were not as lucky to have education, period. I disagree. You think so? I mean, I'm not going to say I disagree in that factor, but I say it's, it's been a process of the, the ways that we've gotten out of slavery. Frederick Douglass had to teach himself. Right. You know, a lot of these, I can't, I can't name off that I'm bad with names. You're saying? <laughs> it's saying that a lot of these you know, world renowned civil yeah. activists, Malcolm right. Max, right. you know, they were self taught. Right. They if God wants you to learn, if God wants you to know, he's gonna put the book in front of you. Right. And from that point you gotta make the choice. And with what's hard in the urban communities mm-hmm. is that you have so much other things going on mm-hmm. that it's hard to focus on education because when you go home you don't have anyone pushing you or helping you drive or giving you the empowerment to continue that education. Mm-hmm. And these teachers are in the schools, and they don't care for the kids. Mm-hmm. They care for their job. I, I need you to learn this and pass this so, so I, I can, can keep, keep my, my job. job. Yeah. You know, 
and it gets it sucks because you have good teachers who are in the schools who are actively trying to pull kids out of these bad environments. Exactly. But you don't want to take kids away from their parents. We're not Trump. You know, I don't want to just strip you from your parents. I don't I understand. But what, what if do. the parent and see this is and see this is where I have a problem. What if the parents are not doing? What if the parents have the tools, which which in some urban communities they don't have it. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? So I'm mm-hmm. I'm I'm not going to say all. And I don't say all. But what if you have the equipment, the tools, the knowledge? Because I've seen it. I see it. And it does and 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 when I see parents who have it and not blessing their own offspring with it, mm-hmm. it, it 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 pisses me off because and and this is coming from my own experience. Mm-hmm. My mom graduated from high school. Martin Luther King High School back in Detroit. My dad graduated from high school. I am the first I am the first of my of my family to graduate from college and to be accepted into my masters earning my master's degree. I will be the first I will be the first one in my college to say I'm going to be 3 degree cuz I'm going for my PhD. Congratulations. So after I get my masters I'm going for my PhD. My mom was not the brightest. Mm-hmm. She was smart as fuck. She taught me a lot of shit. A lot. She was she she literally had me street smart and made sure my ass was in the books. Period. And of course I didn't really want to be in the books, but she always pushed me. Make sure your ass get that good GPA so your ass can get to college so you can experience. She wanted me to have what she didn't. Mm-hmm. When I see parents who are not and maybe this is just bias, maybe this is just a, a, a personal bias. When I see parents who are especially black parents when we when we because we we we've seen it we've seen the lineage yeah we've seen the lineage of our history being stripped away from us of everything our education our our humanity being stripped even to this day so when i see parents who literally are not pushing their offspring to be better than them and mad at them because they're doing better than them. That that makes me upset. That gives me pissed off. So, from my own experience, right? Um, once you, some of these parents, they're in their comfort spot. Exactly. Okay. Right. Absolutely. So Absolutely. What they teach their kids is how to be comfortable. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Absolutely. Some of these parents work for someone else. Yeah. And they do whatever they're told to do at work. Exactly. So what they teach their kids is just do what you're told to do. Period. And sometimes the discipline that they teach their kids is different from the way that the kid needs to learn or wants to learn. Right. Because you could be understanding and you could be someone who just who's just knowledgeable. Maybe you can absorb information but not understand that information. Mm-hmm. Maybe you can't absorb information until you understand the information. Mm-hmm. So it's really you really gotta be able to understand as a parent how does your kid learn? What does your kid need to learn? What does your kid need to want to be able to want to be able to push themselves to be better? Mm-hmm. Because you can only push someone as hard as they want to push themselves. Absolutely. And when we look when we look at these families to what we see, like you have all the tools you need. For example, let's talk Floyd Mayweather. Full of money. So, so for his family, money is never a problem. Never a problem. But you got to think about what Floyd's been doing his whole life. 
fighting. So what can he teach his kids? Fighting. Exactly. You know? So that's where that struggle goes. So why are you not able to, to learn? Why are you not able to, to challenge yourself? Because when, when, when I hear that, you have uh-huh. the money. You have the money. You have the money. See, I like, I like niggas like Swiss Beats. Okay. Right? Swiss Beats just got his B.A. Well, Swiss Beats will also tear your family apart. Why are you tearing your family apart? <laughs> what he do to his? Ah. <laughs> <laughs> this nigga Marcel is going crazy. But listen, that, that, tearing apart families aside, <laughs> tearing families apart, families apart aside. Okay. There are black men. And Kyrie is going back to school. Everyone's not a teacher. I understand that. Everyone's not a leader. I understand. That. I'm not asking you. I'm not one. I, I know. I know. But I'm saying like I say that to say like everyone goes to school for different reasons. Yeah. Kyrie's going. Kyrie going back to school. Congratulations, Kyrie. Absolutely. Floyd Mayweather, you gotta think you gotta you gotta you gotta think about history. Like you said, we go through our lineage. There were gladiators. Mm-hmm. Floyd Mayweather's a fighter. Mm-hmm. So if we were in the Romans, we were in the Greeks, Floyd Mayweather would be doing what? Fighting. Fighting. Right. Swinging a sword. <laughs> Swinging a sword. <laughs> so in understanding that relativity, mm-hmm. you gotta understand that. College isn't for everyone. Absolutely. And, 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 and I'm not saying college should be for everyone. What I'm saying is, and I've said this numerous times, knowledge is everywhere. Knowledge is power. Knowledge is power and knowledge is everywhere. We got Google, my nigga. And even though Google is not always the fucking Google is broken. safe and broken ass motherfucker, you can find some good books on Google. You can find some good books. You can find some great books on Hell, hell. Technology has made it so accessible that you can do audiobooks. At, at the very least, you should be listening to somebody. You understand what I'm saying. You should be able. This is what I'm saying. Mar, this is what I'm saying, bro. Like, as a community, and I've said this, now, as black people, we have to understand. First of all, black women are the most educated species that we have in the world right now. Shout out to my black women. Shout out to my black women that they are the most educated species in our... Look, 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 black women. (laughs) Period. Like, when I I say that, it cringes. It gives me goosebumps. Like, nigga, I'm shaking. Like, I'm shaking. Like, Like, this is what I'm saying. Like, my black women are the most educated. And as black people, we are becoming overly educated. Let me tell you. If anybody else told you, when I see a black woman... With some knowledge, I can't help but to be inspired. I can't help but to be empowered. What's so, your number? When, <laughs> look, I don't even need your number. What's bump, your, it, bump into me again. Period. Where you going? Where can you I going? walk with you? You want lunch? You want dinner? I can cook. I can try. Period. <laughs> what you want? I make you some nachos. Hey, <laughs> that work. There you go. I love black women. Like when we have, we are overly educated. As a community, we have so much to overcome as far as education. And you talk about supporting each other. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't support our education. Mm. Say and that again. Say that again. We don't support our education. Mm-hmm. So when you tell me about support, it's not about, you know, me teaching you or 
me paying for you. Right, absolutely. Doing that. It's, who wrote this this book that I'm learning in school with right mm-hmm. now? Who wrote this? Mm-hmm. Because all it takes is for people to get published who are special, who specialize in, for example, we all get a degree in economics. Right. One of us got an economic degree. We could write an economic curriculum. Right. But we don't do that. Right. Instead, we challenge the curriculum that's written. Absolutely. For what? Get 20 black people together, fund the school, build the whole curriculum, write every book, and now we're supporting... Well, wait a minute. Then, but, the, but this is where people will counter you and say, well, don't we have HBCUs for that? So what would you say to those who say, like, okay, because I, I love your idea. I love the idea of you getting black scholars together and y'all funding y'all own shit. Then that's where critics... And everybody will come at you and be like, well, don't we have HBCUs for that? So what would you... So who what funds these HBCUs? Mm, come on now. Come on now! Tuskegee University was funded by who? A white man. You know what I mean? Most of these schools are funded by white men. You know what I mean? Who's on these boards? Who's on the executive See, boards? See, that's, that's when I say, like, I have nothing against HBCUs. I actually wanted to go to one. I wanted to go to Howard. I wanted to go to Howard. So yeah, bro! Look at that! I want to go to Listen, I'll be like, damn. I wanted to go to Howard and Morehouse or Clark okay. Atlanta. Clark and when I find, when, when so many people tell me about HBCUs, um, I actually went on two black college tours. Mm-hmm. And HBCU life was a great experience for me. The thing that I did not want to have for me was... I see so many black people, and and I'm gonna be honest with you. I was like, when I chose when I chose Grand Valley, I said I want to see what diversity really looks like. Okay, you understand what I'm saying? I, I, I want to see what diversity really. It's not a bash against my HBC, the HBCUs and my black people. No, because I know how y'all rock. Mm-hmm. I know how y'all rock, and let me just say the dorms were horrible as well too. Like. The HBCU dorms are fucking. Oh my god, they're horrible. They're 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 bad, and I don't think they've gotten even quintessentially better since I've been to the tour back when I was like sixteen, seventeen. But in a sense, I wanted the diversity aspect. I wanted to know how it was going to feel with me being in a classroom with. 21 white people and it's I'm the only black dude in there. Mm-hmm. I wanted to know how that felt. I wanted to know how that felt because that's preparing me for life. I'm not I don't care about this generic ass class that I'm about to take. Yeah. I don't care about that. Let me just get this A and B bounce. What I care about is how am I gonna feel when I sit in the class because if I sit in the classroom with me, you and a whole bunch of black people, we 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 gon we gon we gonna do what black people do. We're gonna talk some shit. We, talk some shit. we re- I mean, we're gonna pay I talk, attention. I talk shit to all my you feel me? You feel me? Like, I'm gonna talk, but we we gonna, we gonna talk and not get this work done for I you. I just took this history class, and every paper I wrote for my history teachers was talking about how white people are racist. Period. And how everything. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm telling you. I, I know that professor was like, what the they fuck? They hated me. Oh, of because course. We talked about history, how we were from Europe, and how everything transpired. In get, come on now. And how the Europeans were doing this, and mm-hmm. how the Europeans were doing this, and how the Europeans were dragging Africans out of Africa, and how the European. So you want me to talk about white people? You want me to talk about y'all? Okay. Okay. Got you. <laughs> Bet. Okay. Bet. And it made me see, and 
as I said before, not all white people are racist. Let me let me say that right now. Not all of them, Until you give but them all of them are subconsciously racist. racist. Okay, I accept that. Okay, I receive that. Yes, not all white people. Let me say that again for for everybody that didn't hear. Not all white people are racist, but all of them are subconsciously racist. They they are race. They they don't know that they're racist. But every white person you come across, every person that is not of the African American descent, damn near is unknowingly racist mm-hmm. until until you get them motherfuckers together and you say don't say that shit again or they need you period or they need you or they need you i'm not here to be in the nitty bitty uh nitty gritty committee i don't i don't care about what the fuck you need okay i'm here for collaboration if you're not here to collaborate and elevate i don't want it well, and I'm that's not- that's just period mm-hmm. so i want to read this little post that coincidentally, fucking apologetic posted. He was like, being black in America is exhausting. Y'all want us to sing, dance, play, play football, shoot basketball, um, shoot basketball, be target practice, and be quiet. Mm. If that ain't, if that ain't, if that ain't, and see, the crazy thing is, they buying niggas. Yeah. They, they still buying niggas. It's wild. People still selling themselves though. Now oh they, yeah, of course. Now they just give you the choice. Yeah. Oh, can I buy you? Oh yeah, invest in me. You know. <laughs> they and see that's what they say. Oh yeah, you can invest in me. No, it's, no. It's, did you hear what he said? He said the, buy. It's the same world. They just market and advertise it differently. So what is the part? What is 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 where is the lack? of support within our community though so we can because you know what when obama got out of office well no actually when obama when obama got into office he was in office i voted for him (laughs) and then i was like why'd i vote for him no no because he's black because he's black of course he had he you know he had degrees in constitutional law he had a strong black woman who went with him it was a story love me michelle Michelle obama too you know she's intelligent she's an intelligent black woman i cannot love her Love her. Period. How can you not love her? Period. Strong yeah. black woman. Strong My God. Black woman. I'm sorry she met Obama before she met me. Damn. <laughs> I'm sorry you met Obama before you met me. No, you know what? Um, I don't know why every black person in America thought Obama was going to cure racism. Well, you got to understand when you when you go in as presidency, they um, you have an agenda. Your agenda cannot be black. That's your agenda cannot be black people. So they gave him the LGBTQ community. So that's how they cover. That's how they cover that. Because they don't want anyone to go into office and build us. So we have to be able to do that outside of the political platform, outside mm. of the media platform. Why don't we have the support in the black community? Because these niggas can't turn their phones off. Because these niggas can't get off Facebook. Mm. Because these niggas can't get off Instagram. Because their whole life and everything that they think they need to build for themselves is on white people's businesses. Do you have a, do you have a problem with celebrities, Instagram influencers, basketball players, NFL players? Do you have a problem with them maybe not putting as much support into their own individual communities? Um, well, then they then they then they portray to be because there are some um, Instagram influencers and there are some uh, celebrities that I see. 
who are very well. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You you can be comfortable, but when it comes to um, these type of issues, when we talk about these type of issues, um, and then when we see our black and brown brothers getting killed, and you know our education is lacking, and um, they're stripping, they've been literally stripping us of our humanity now. Mm-hmm. Well, not now, but they've so, been doing it for so long. Like, what do you? When I look at when I look at these these influencers, mm-hmm. one they lack knowledge. Mm-hmm. Okay. You lack knowledge, right? You can only you can only tell me how to get to where you're at, and if you're working for somebody else, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Period. <laughs> Period. If you're working for somebody else, yeah. if you're answering to somebody else, if you're calling, if anyone, if someone else is cutting your checks, I don't give a fuck. You Period. know. Because in my life, I want to write your check for you. Right. How much I owe you today? How much turn your hour sheet in? So what's the problem with us supporting black businesses? So, let me say. There, there isn't. I don't think there is a problem supporting black businesses. I think it businesses. is. I think the problem is finding strong black businesses. Mm, say that again. I think the problem is finding strong black businesses. Because some of these black businesses in the world are sellouts. Period. Like we just talked about with HBCUs. Mm-hmm. Who's on your executive board? Mm. Who's on your business board? Mm. You know what I mean? I don't care who your president is. I don't care who your president is. <laughs> I don't care who your president is. When you have your business meeting, I want to know who's making your decisions for Period. you. Period. Because I make my own decisions. How you? Okay, so how you feel about me saying this? ABC is headed by a black woman. I don't care who your president is. She may no. But that's how they ain't that how they draw us in? Mm. Obama was president. Mm. And we all started believing in the American mm. dream. So they put black faces on white businesses. So we need our own. We need our own ABC. We need our own NBC, CNN, everything like that. However, can we? Can, but but there's, here's the question, though, Mar. Here's the question, because I feel. But see, no, 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 come on now, because you know I was about to go there, because you know I was about to go there. You know that because listen, we've we and we've had this conversation. Mm-hmm. We've had this conversation. Mm-hmm. We've had these debates. We had these strong conversations. I believe in everything that you just said. Strong, strong black. I believe in strong black business. Mm-hmm. I'm only going to support you if you support yourself. If you support yourself. Us us doing our internship. What, 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 what have we said about some of these um, Hispanic restaurants? Right? Mm-hmm. We're not going to say it all. Okay, okay. <laughs> but what have we mostly said about these Mexican restaurants? Like they low-key can do it on their own. They don't, they don't need, need a need, third party. No, this is just that. This is their way of drawing them in. Exactly, making it seem like you need our help. Exactly, because we're going to show you something that you ain't never seen. Exactly. Before. So when you show a, you show somebody. Let's 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 go with. Let's 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 say for example, you show somebody in the hood who is literally working their ass off, mm-hmm. right? Didn't really have the educational. Um, mindset to get where they need to go, right? But they got that drive. You know, my, most of the people that I've known in the streets, and I'm not a street nigga. I've just, I just, I just, you know, everybody knew my grandma, my auntie, and my mom on the block. And like I said before, my all the hood niggas knew. Everybody knew my hands. Period. <laughs> <laughs> this nigga was a boxer, bro. This nigga Floyd in the street. 
everybody knew me. So it was like, everybody knew my parents, my mom, and they like, listen, we know how you rock. You you ain't a hood nigga. You ain't that type of dude. You that you you a nigga who trying to go somewhere. You a nigga who trying to go. So if you get somebody like that or remotely like that, uh, a, a street man or a street nigga who is trying to better his life, right? Trying to get back on a good foot. And he starts his own business. Let's say he starts his own restaurant or something okay. like that, right? And he started this restaurant, got the connects himself, mm-hmm. doing it himself, cutting checks. GFS calls him. Yo, we want to invest in you, quote unquote. What would you do in that situation? I don't need anyone to invest in me. How would but in his mindset, he probably is though. Because like we like we've been saying, there is no there is a lack of support mm-hmm. in the black community. So why wouldn't somebody who is very well known or not even well known, well off, black, Hispanic, mm-hmm. don't matter, invest in you? Why is that? I feel as though we are too much of competing with each other and not much of collaborating with each other. We compete too damn much. Here's the thing that pisses me off. I sit here and see the glory and the greatness in everybody. You understand what I'm saying? Even when you're not doing what you low-key supposed to do. I see the glory and the greatness in everything. I, I look at it as just a phase you go through. Period. And eventually you gonna finish. And you going and you gonna get through that shit. Cause I've been there, you've been there, I we've love, been there. I love brown skin. You Period. I love my brown women. Period. <laughs> I love my brown women. Hey, he loves his brown. <laughs> he loves his brown women, bro. But it's just like when we when we think about it, the reason why we don't have the support that we have for real is because we're not supporting each other for real. We're not supporting ourselves. We're not supporting each other or ourselves when, first. When you start a when you start a restaurant, you gotta ask like, where do you get your food from? You get your food from a black farm or a white farm? And who? I, how many of us got black farm? Exactly. Tuh! We're not supporting ourselves. You know how many we we get our house. You know we get our cars. And we're like, oh, we made it out. No, you just started. You just started. That's these internet kings of rap, bro. Oh, man. A lot of people. See, you, you know, know a lot of people. internet basketball players. You got internet football players. That's everybody. Marketing and advertising. Look what Facebook and Instagram doing to the world, man. Marketing. How long has everybody it been Everybody want to do marketing and advertising. Everybody. 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 Man, throw it away. <laughs> throw it away. You can literally do it on Facebook. Well, you could, Facebook has it to where you can literally, mar- nigga. I have a post right now. That's, just, that's another system. You, and you that's it. For them to, you pay for the white man to help you market. Hey, they gave me a coupon though. They gave me a ten dollar coupon. You better so leave I'm, me alone. I'm, I'm using that bitch, <laughs> <laughs> nigga. What you are you talking leave about? Me alone. Any any type of coupon you send me, I'm using it. I'm using you. That's that, that. That's your perspective. I'm you. I'm I'm trying to use the platforms that you have given me. Mm-hmm. Take those, snatch it because I know my personality is 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 better than any type of um anything that anybody has ever said to me. You understand what I'm saying? Like I know my personality is going to get me somewhere. That's why I really don't. That's why I really when it comes to my business, I'm collaborating. 
I don't want you to invest in me. Hell no. When it comes to Tyrons and Hicks and Company, no, no, no. This is me. I want people to collaborate with me. If you're going to jump on this ship, this ship is moving. And this bitch is moving fast. And if you're going to jump on this bitch, you better get a motherfucking uh, paddle and start the fucking row. I don't paddle, yo. You feel? What'd you do? Huh? We're going to put a motor in the back. We're going to put a motor in the back. Well, we you gonna, better put that gonna, motor there and drove that. Draw that. Up, but in, it just in a sense, if you understand the logic that we're trying to say, we, we're not... In the black community right now, we're not we're we're competing too much. Why is there so much competing? I think the thing is with and, and what I see with Instagram influencers, what I like about them is that they started from a place mm-hmm. of Vine, of you know, trying to get them hits up, you know what I'm saying? Using social media as a platform to get their name out. One of one of my favorite Instagram influencers, her name is um Wazam Super, her name is Super Duper, right? What she be doing? She started on Vine. I've, I've I've watched her since her Vine days back in 2013. Okay. You understand what I'm saying? Consistency. Consistency. Okay. She's always kept it consistent. Started a whole makeup line called the Crayon Case. Okay, I like that. You feel me? Started a whole makeup. This is where I say this. Now this is true support right here. This is true within the Black community support. Used that platform. Didn't give a fuck about what nobody was about to say. Used that platform to create, to create, make money, fund that money into making a product for young aspiring makeup artists. Mm-hmm. Crayon case. So you have basically the concept was making makeup tools and accessories and kits and shit out of crayon. Basically, like you got a pencil, you have a you have a um, a makeup pencil, you got a um, that really look like a pencil too, a number two pencil. You have um, a case, a crayon. The makeup case looks like a literal case that you used to have back like, in school. Like you know that. what I'm saying? The like concepts that. of that shit. So then you see the white man, crayon, Crayola, yeah. tries to sit here and a case create makeup. Mm. Mm. Crayola makes makeup now, right? Why not? Why not? Why not? Because the black girl doing it. So, so, why so close? Why so close? Why so close to? Why so close? It's a good idea. It's a good concept. And she did it by herself. But we know. You, you see the Netflix show Black Mirrors? Mm-hmm. What's that up? A Black Mirror. It's Black Mirrors. These white people are a reflection of us. Oh, of course. A reflection of our knowledge and a reflection of our talents and our creativity. Of course. That's why they keep this system so integrated. That's why they keep the kings and the queens separated and they work so hard for them never to be, never to be together. Mm-hmm. So when you talk about why can't we support ourselves, it's because they teach us kings and they teach us queens differently. In a way to where you have to kind of relinquish and believe in yourself to be stronger, more intelligent than them. So if we have this knowledge, because I feel like we do have this at this point in the game. And I've said this. We right now as black people are very privileged. We, we look privileged. No, we privileged. We privileged. We are ve- we are very much more privileged than we were 400 and some odd years ago. You yeah, understand yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. We are very much 
we have Uncle Toms out here. We have privilege right now. It's not as much as we want it to be. It's not as much as we hope it should be. This is, I believe this is all we're going to get. Into. This is all you're going to get for you to I stop don't, that platform yourself. I don't believe that. I don't believe that. I don't believe that. I feel like we have so with so many of these. It's hard for me to sit here and believe that when we have so much intellect around us. It's hard for me to sit here and believe that we cannot sit here and support our own. when We have so many intellects around it. Like when I go back home, my first mind is to literally help the communities that I was out of. Mm-hmm. And build them up. Like I used to live, I used to live on Eight Mile in Wyoming. And when I was little, my community was flourishing. Mm-hmm. Everybody on the block, everybody on the block, whether you was a gangbanger didn't didn't matter. Everybody on the block kept it kept it clean. Ten years has passed, and in ten years, I go back to my old hood. It's horrible. Grass everywhere. Abandoned buildings, gump, the caring, the caring within the community. We we keep complaining to the city, city commissioners and everybody like that, blah, blah, blah. No, it starts with the people in the community. Like when I go home, it kills me. I believe that. But within those people that's in the community, there has to be something within them. Of course. That's And that's what our community misses. Yeah. It misses the wanting and the willingness to adjust and grow yourself. Mm. That's what it's missing. So when you talk about support, oh, I'm just seeing you make it. So because I see you make it, that's enough for me. I don't want that. I don't want that. I don't want that. I don't want that. So you say, why do we compete? Because naturally, life is full of competition. Naturally. Naturally. You think about doing the communications thing. You don't right. want to be at the bottom of the communications barrel. So you're communicating, you're, you're competing with other people who want to be successful in communication. The crazy thing is I don't even care. You don't care. But that's what makes you different. That's why God elevates you. That's the, that's the crazy part is I don't even care. I don't even care where you at. Because you know how many people have asked you. Exactly. It's all love for Exactly. You. And, and that's where my mind gets blown. But you know, the truth is that even if it's all love in a white world, it's competition. Yeah. Oh, of course. And right now, we're still currently in this and, white and, and competing. world. Yeah. You know? So until we can develop a platform outside of this white world, mm-hmm. we'll forever be stuck. We'll forever be stuck looking at each other as competition. Because too many people are afraid or they act as though they're afraid mm. of separating themselves from the white world. I, I feel like a lot of people act in. I feel like, it's, you know what? We haven't been afraid since the 50s. People let me, let me, let me, let me be. First of all, no. Actually, let me take it way back. I took people all the time. We haven't been afraid since slavery, my nigga. Since the first African American, since, since the first ancestor walked on this land, we have not been afraid. Our ancestors has tried to run. They've gotten shot. They weren't afraid. They said, "Listen, we just gonna hit over this 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 fucking boat and kill ourselves because we not we we this is not what we about when you to got do." A, when you got a vision, you gotta be willing to die for you it. You feel me? 
And this was not their vision. So <laughs> this was not their vision. They was like, hell no. If you're not willing to die for your vision, God will never give it to you. Oh, period. God will never give it to you. Period. And I'm willing to die. Because I, I if you're not willing to die for it, that means that you allow it to be tainted. He don't want no sin in his world. You That's know why I, I feel mean? like he going to come back real soon. He's coming back soon. Bro, it's bad. God, God is love, bro. God is God, love. God never left. God never did. I just I just want him to come back in in, in, in physical form. Maybe he Morgan Freeman. I always thought Jesus was Morgan Freeman. Y'all better leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> I always thought Jesus was Morgan Freeman and, and a black man. I, I personally I personally feel like if for God if God was to come into this world mm. in physical form, you wouldn't be able to see him. Absolutely. You wouldn't be able to touch him. You wouldn't you wouldn't be able to to be around him because it would be so overwhelming and you wouldn't be able to move mm. to think properly. Yeah. You'll you know, be shook. You'd be shook. You'll be shook all and, over. And you wouldn't be shook because you're excited to see him or you're scared to see him. You'd be shook because of the amount of control he has over you. Yep. And you'd just be like <laughs> you ain't nothing. So let's 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 kind of wrap it. What's your final thoughts? Final thoughts. Final for, thoughts for man. black people to support each other. What what do we have to do, man? What do we have to do? Because I think we done touched on a lot of spectrums, but it's just like, what do we? What, what do, do we, we have, have to do? do? Because and, at this point, we have to until until black people start looking at the bigger picture. The world outside of the world that they show us, mm-hmm. I don't think that they'll ever believe that they could make they could be the change. Yeah, they could be the change, and that's the problem. People don't think they can be the change. If every individual black person believes that they could be the change for black people to support each other in striving for a better African American community, well, I don't consider myself African American. Yeah, this man from the DR, bro. You know, I got yeah, you from the DR, and see that's why I wanted no perspective because you you you're not just African American. He, he he got DR, he Hispanic, Black, Dominican Republic, he all of that. Lie to you, he he everything, man. man. This man, this man, suave as fuck, bro. <laughs> but you know, and that's why I needed your perspective because you're not just African American. You know what I'm saying? You're 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 cultural. You're I'm cult- from many places. You're, you're right, and I'm you've experienced and you experienced a lot. In your in your lifetime too, you've been in a minute. You've been in the military, going around to different countries and everything. So that's why I wanted this perspective because it's like I've had this perspective for so long that we need to get out of the world that we are so immersed in mm-hmm. that we need to look outside these four walls of the of the of this America. You don't see Trump trying to trap us here. I ain't getting trapped. Shit, he trying to build walls. Oh fuck that. With with Denzel say? All right, bet. You build a fence is to keep people out or to keep people in. Period. I'm not. This ain't. He ain't about to create no fucking dome. You seen the Simpsons movie? Nope. Man, you got me fucked up. Some people let it happen. I mm -mm, not here, bro. It's a bird trap, yo. Listen, it's a bird trap. My final thoughts on this is all these girls. Listen, I I love me. I love me some Cardi, bro. Okay, I can't even lie. I can't even love me some Cardi, bro. But you know what? I'm not going to ultimately say 
that um, there isn't um, support in the black community. I think I think There's we're kinds of it, I think we're I think we're going into a time where support is very needed right now. Um, I think and I think a lot of people are understanding that. I think uh, people are understanding that support within the black community within our community first. I feel like we're missing identity. Oh, of course. That, that's that's one of the big things too. We're missing a lot of identity. We've missing. We're missing a. We've missed. Not missing. We've missed a lot of things. A lot of situations. A lot of um, health things. Mental health. Um, just things across the board that we have to knock out of our heads as a black community first. First, before we even decide to even attack the opposition, we have to attack the opposition within ourselves first and within our community first. That is what has to happen. As much as we are trying to sit here and protest for Trump, I love it. But first of all, are we not sitting here acknowledging the fact that the black community has issues, has problems that we first need to address as a community, as a whole, this is why I have a problem with celebrities and influencers not really doing what they need to do. Like you said, they have moved out and moved on. I don't like that. I don't like that you are just moving out and moving on. If I get on that type of status of anything, there is no type of moving out and moving on. I'm literally trying to see if everybody can move. Well, to push. They care about their pockets. I'm trying to live comfortable. I don't care about. Po- I mean, I, yeah, you gotta, you gotta have some money to live, of course. But I'm not here for pocket change. I Do you know that. how much Uncle Sam be taking from these niggas? I'm not here for that. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? Uncle Sam takes from independence. He he does not like you being independent. Trust me, when you become an independent contractor, Uncle Sam take more. Mm-hmm. So I'm saying to everybody, we we literally have to understand the flaws and all in our community because we do have flaws and all, but we also have to understand them, reflect on them, debate about them, create conversation about them, and start moving forward in better directions. I, I literally give. So many props to those activists who are doing that, those celebrities who are doing that, those influencers who are doing that, and those who are not, you need to get the fuck up on the ball. You need to get up on the ball. Because as much as you're trying to sit here and play Uncle Tom on one side and play old, cold, hard, gangster, you know, I'm with the black community on the other side, I, I, I'm not here for the middle. I don't do middle shit. I'm not, I'm, I don't do the middle. Heaven or hell, yo. Period. You got to go which one? Because we build in heaven. You hear me? Me and my brothers build in heaven. Period. I'm trying to build a better one for me and mom. Because I've seen how much my mama has struggled to sit here and try to raise a black man. Bro, my mama's still paying rent. Tough! My mama's still paying rent. You feel me? She had me when she was 16. She's still paying rent. You feel me? Somebody got to put it into it. I said there is no jury wearing. There is no buying no... Twenty thousand dollar. If I can buy twenty thousand dollar chains, I can get my mama up out that bitch. Man, look, I'm sorry, that ain't that ain't my if, type if of gotta, deal. If I gotta look good, if I gotta, if the clothes I'm wearing have to be nice for me to get you, 
And we're going to end it right there, bro. <laughs> Period. I've always said, like, you know, my mom, if once I get it, ain't no jury. My mom is getting up out of there. I'm bringing my family up out of there. You feel me? So I want to appreciate my boy LL Marcel for coming through, bro. You feel me, bro? What you, what, what you want to say to the people real quick? I love my brown woman. Yeah. Ah! You know I mean? Leave that trap shit alone. <laughs> Go to college. Go get to college. Get an education, man. Knowledge is power. Even if it's not college. Get one degree get another one. Yeah, you know, seriously. Some of these white men out here, they got four or five bachelors, four or five masters, two, three PhDs, yo. One specialty in this world ain't enough. One specialty in this world ain't enough. You got to learn, 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 learn. Because the, the less you know, hmm. the more space you got for them to take advantage of you. Yep. So please, just get educated. If it, and get educated. I tell people, don't don't even stress about not going to college. Get educated. We have so much, many, uh, what do we just say? Literacy is dying. We have so much literacy. They trying to kill it. Literacy is so important. They never want niggas to read. It's so important that we need people. We need our black and brown men and women to be knowledgeable. Just knowledgeable on things. I don't need you to go to college. I just need you to be knowledgeable. I just need some knowledge in your head. Read. I just need you to read something. Read. Tell me about it. I sit down with you for about an hour or two and you tell me about the book you just read. I need knowledge in your I, brain. I need a wife I could trade books with. You feel me? I need a wife I could trade books with. I need there. knowledge in your brain. Uh, my, yeah. my mind is shifted. I need knowledge in your brain. I, I need it in my black women. I need it in my brown women. I need it in my black men. I need it in my brown men. Because they are killing us out here, y'all. And they're not giving a fuck. They never did. And trust me, now that we living in a Trump world, they don't give a fuck. Zero. None. So I'm saying this to say, please, please be knowledgeable. Just please. Just, just be more... <laughs> Work on it. Work on it. I'm not telling you to start now, but I'm telling you to work on it. I'm telling you to get on it now. Get on the good foot. They're not caring about your time right now. They're not caring about what the hell you got going on. All they care about is what you could do for them. Period. Period. So I want to thank L.O. Marcel for coming through, man. Uh, thank you for You feel me? me? Um, listen, follow me on Instagram. You know what I'm saying? Vontae's World. This man, this man don't got an Instagram or nothing like you that. You got to find me. You got to find this man. You so if you see him in Grand me. Rapids, nah, you know what I'm saying? He don't be in GR. You can, you can find me in Seattle. Seattle. You can find me in, in, in Denver. In Denver. You can find me in Atlanta. Atlanta. You can find me in Texas. In Texas. You know. Everywhere, you, damn it. Yeah, everywhere. Yeah, this nigga be moving. I'm trying to go he to be today moving. this winter, Listen, yo. he be oh, moving, bro. He be yeah. in the moving. So if you, if you see him, Tell him not that little Marcel. Oh shit! But um, I appreciate my man for coming through, giving us dropping some gems, dropping some knowledge on us real quick. And listen, man, understand that life is like riding a bicycle. In order for y'all to keep keep your balance, you got to keep moving forward. All right. So I appreciate y'all for kicking it with us today. We'll be back next week. You know what I'm saying? Oh, make sure y'all check out Power. My phone is on D and D today. Power does come on tonight. So I just want to let y'all know, power starts today. I'm just letting y'all know this now. Every Sunday after my podcast, my phone is going to be on Do Not Disturb. All right? Just wanted to let y'all know that. 
Just one time. All right, I love y'all. Y'all be good. Peace out.